Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding, and today... I am going to be sharing three issues that we've been seeing. Some are new, some are old, some previously have gone unanswered, but three tracking and reporting issues with Facebook, everyone's favorite. And the way I'm going to go through this today, uh, there are three issues, and these are all real issues. Even up till yesterday, I was looking at one of them. And uh, I'm going to share what the issue is, why does it happen, and how to fix it if we do have a fix for it at this point. So this is very much a in-the-weeds episode on Facebook tracking, but I guess you're listening to this and it's the conversion tracking playbook, so that's why that's what you want. All right, so the first one, this is the spam events being sent to your pixel. I recall a... Won't name the customer, but gosh, two, maybe three years ago, but let's call it two years ago, they they had a major issue with their pixel and specifically in the in events manager where they were getting so many spam purchase events that were essentially the same value was the purchase URL was coming through on a product page and the home page if you're looking in events manager and the recent activities. And it was it was causing them a major problem. And we tried many different things back then, and I'm going to share some of which uh, we've gone through now and more recently. Uh, we were never able to really take an answer from Facebook on where this was coming from. Can they cut that spam traffic off, et cetera? But for them, a couple of years ago, we weren't ultimately able to solve that problem for them. But now I'm happy to report that we do have a solve for this. But essentially, that's exactly what the issue is in Events Manager you might see purchase events that are not coming from either your native Shopify Facebook integration or they're not coming from Elevar. And the most common scenario or symptom that we see is purchase events that, again, they have that same value or an incorrect value. And then the, the URL that they're coming through on are on the product pages or the homepage or a collection page. And you'll pretty much always see this in the recent activities if you do have this particular issue. And the number of browser purchase events will typically be higher than server events. So that is a, uh, that's actually going to be issue number two. But if you do have this spam issue, then you are unfortunately feeling the impact of inflated browser events because of the spam. So why does this happen? I'm using the word spam because I think that's the most common belief. It could be spam with a malicious intent. It could be non-malicious, but in general, that is typically where I think most of our our customers believe this is coming from. And even you've seen some things over the last or maybe not, but over the last few months in 2022, there have been reports of just uh, spammers attacking different Facebook accounts and trying to artificially inflate events and try to control their ads manager and even hacking into ads manager and essentially blowing budgets on different uh, different activities. But 
any case, that's the most common belief. So we're going to run with it. It's a uh, spam events or events that aren't real. They're not real events. They are not from your customers and they are impacting your business. So when this happens, it causes a major disruption to our customers and obviously non-customers as well. But you typically, it's, we see confusion, frustration, some very angry, some obviously or most are worried about wasted ad spend or incorrect metrics, all of which are completely valid concerns to have. And uh, frankly, it stinks. It's not a good situation to be in. This is one downside to client-side tracking. And I'll pivot here just talking about Google Analytics. If you've ever wondered why, why does my Google Analytics get so much spam traffic? And Google's gotten better uh, over the over the years. But if you think five to 10 years ago where you just have these days of crazy session spikes and it's from spam traffic. And if you ever wondered, well, how can people corrupt my data? Unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, that is a downside to client-side tracking is you you can go and send data to anyone's universal analytics account today without them knowing. You can go to a hip builder. Um, you can just you can actually do it in, in the console in a browser. And there's no security in place for a lot of these pixels. Universal analytics, again, didn't have that safeguard that GA4 has now where you have a you can have a key associated to your account. So that is a tangent, one pretty big benefit to GA4 in the future is it's uh, it has the ability to really crack down or almost eliminate any spam data being sent to your GA account. But in any case, that is a, a downside of client-side tracking. So you can essentially go, if you're, if you're somewhat technical, or you can automate this, but you can just go into a browser, go to a website, just enter uh, you know, FBQ view content or add to cart function and hard code the data and it's just going to attach to the pixel ID and ultimately send that data to you, your account. So that's a little bit of background and why it happens and, and how it happens. And now how to fix it. If you are using the native Shopify Facebook channel, you can't. If you have this scenario where someone is attaching data to your Facebook pixel, you just, as of right now, at least from what we know, you can't fix it. The one way to fix it, and I don't actually even think you can do this within the Facebook settings uh, in the Facebook Shopify app, would be going purely server side. So I'll just go through the two, the two ways to fix it. Number one, go all server side. So there's no tracking in the browser, no pixels in GTM, no pixels in the theme, et cetera. You just go purely server side. And that is going to, and that will eliminate the potential for somebody to, again, push data through a browser and attach to a pixel that's firing on the page. Why don't most customers go this way? If you go all the way back to episode number one on this podcast with Thomas, and I've probably referenced this almost every episode, most platforms are not ready to go server events only. They want their client-side JavaScript and Pixel to run in the browser because they are just going to pick up more data. They're going to capture more data and use that in all of, all of the different processes that they're doing in terms of matching and reporting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's option one to fix it is go all server-side. And again, I don't think with a shop, the native Shopify Facebook app, you can turn off the Pixel but leave the Cappy events enabled. 
The second way to fix this is to use, you can customize the function in the base pixel code. If you're using Google Tag Manager, let's say you are an LLVAR customer and you have the full, or either a fully managed server-side CAPI events or if you are using the GTM server-side container, but you also have the pixel running in parallel in your GTM web container. So Katie on our team and Thomas, they wrote a custom uh, way to customize the function of the base pixel code. And essentially, without getting in, into too many specifics, because it's over my head how deep they went in, in this customization, but essentially you are just, you're saying, hey, if there is a purchase event that is trying to attach to this pixel code, but it does not have an order ID, then don't execute that purchase event. So again, I'll just say that one more time. In the base pixel code, there is a rule and it is essentially saying, hey, if there is a purchase event that is trying to be triggered on this page, but it does not have an order ID attached to that purchase event, then block that from being triggered. And you can do the same for other events like add to cart, looking for a value or whatever you want. You, this is all customizable in Google Tag Manager, but that's the way to do it. We, I know we had one, at least one customer that we fixed this with this past week. They started getting some crazy spam events and obviously everything I mentioned before about concern, frustration, et cetera, et cetera, all legit. And uh, we're able to find a solution to put in place. There will be a link in the show notes that goes through this specific, if you want to give it a try yourself, that specific fix. But that's uh, that's number one. That's the spam traffic. And uh, hopefully that helps if this resonates with you and you have a similar issue. Issue number two. Severe underreporting of server events compared to browser events. This one is very simple. If you can visualize events manager and you look at your view content, add to cart purchase events, and you look at the breakdown of browser events versus server events, you see a massive delta of, let's say you have a thousand browser events for purchases, but you only have a hundred CAPI events for purchases. And the really weird thing with this, this just started happening. It's uh, June, June 2022. So I'd say we first started to see this not more than a month or two ago, maybe March-ish, March, April. But in any case, it happens with native Shopify. So we've had customers or brands that have come to us saying, hey, we have this issue. We're severely underreporting CAPI events. We're using a native Shopify Facebook channel app. Can you fix it? Our response is, oh yeah, we can. We've shown that we can guarantee 100% of server events make it to Facebook. So we will get them switched over, get that brand set up on the Elevar fully managed cap conversion tracking. And the what we have seen, and I've personally seen a bump, so an increase in the number of events that you'd see in Facebook. So I don't call it 20%, but the issue actually still persists. So if we went from a thousand events, purchase events, maybe we went to 1300, but there's still that delta of server events are still severely underreporting compared to browser. And the really odd thing with this is when it comes to server-side tracking, when you send an event, so a purchase event, add to cart event, et cetera, when you send this to the conversion API, Facebook and any API has to respond back and basically give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs up is, hey, we received it. It was successfully processed or no thumbs down. There was an error, you know, missing off token or whatever it might be. 
and we can literally show the logs in our server event logs. You can actually view this in a friendly view inside your Elevar app in our monitoring, but we just, we can see, well, Hey, Facebook, your API responded with successful events for a thousand purchase events or 1300, but you're only showing 300 in the events UI what's going on. We've ended up in dead ends on multiple support tickets, unfortunately, and the fix for this is, so we don't really know why it happened. So why does, that's the second part of this is why does it happen? We have no idea, no clue. And we unfortunately don't have any response or feedback from Facebook on this either. So how to fix it. What we've done with a couple customers is put their main pixel back on the native Shopify, Facebook app, create a second pixel to, to run in parallel. And we set that one up on Elevar and just run them in parallel. And you can just see fortunately or unfortunately. So we confirm that it's not an actual issue with tracking because the new pixel that is created, that is set up and running has what we'd expect to see browser and server events fairly close. Sometimes server events are more uh, depending on the event, but we've essentially proven that it's actually not, not an issue with tracking, which leads us to, it's an issue inside that particular pixel ads manager, events manager, et cetera. And uh, unfortunately, that's where where we can't do that much more in terms of quote unquote fixing the issue. We've proven that the tracking is working as expected. And again, we could flip flop and put the Shopify Facebook app on the new pixel and then switch back the Elevar integration to the old pixel. And we'll you'll see a similar result. Hopefully it's not getting too confusing. I'm starting to confuse, confuse myself with all these different pixels and apps and all that. But in any case, the severe underreporting, we're able to prove that it appears to be an issue with the main pixel. And uh, at that point, we have to hand it off to Facebook to investigate further. So the most drastic measure would be if there is a belief that the underreporting in events manager is trickling down to underreporting in both conversions and audience capture and audience building that's impacting the your actual account, so your ad account spend, then that would be the drastic measure is to switch, uh, switch over to a new pixel and new ads manager and start running campaigns that way and see if there's any difference. So that's a really, again, this one is new in the last couple of months and hopefully it goes away because I understand it's for everyone that experiences, it is frustrating. Speaking of frustrating, issue number three that we've seen recently with Facebook event tracking is conversions in ads manager showing $0 value. So the issue with this one, we'll see ad sets, and that could be five ad sets, 50 ad sets, and there are multiple conversions attributed. So if you're just looking in ads manager reporting, multiple conversions attributed to the ad set, but the conversion value is $0. And very similar to the last two issues, number one, obviously this causes major, probably more frustration, concern, worry, worry about wasted spend than the first two. But we also see this happen, customers that are on the native Shopify Facebook pixel and then again, we will pivot and get them set up on Elevar. And we see a similar scenario where, again, the conversions that we'd expect to see is more than $0. So 50, 100, whatever the value is, we're not seeing that change. And unfortunately, with this one, very similar to number two is we don't know why it happens. And 
again, with server-side tracking, not to sound like a repeat here, but we can see all the data. We log all of the purchase data. So your order ID, the purchase value, et cetera. All of that is logged. So we can see the conversion values going to Facebook. You can see the conversion values inside recent activities and events manager. But at the point it trickles down into ads manager reporting, it's $0. So the way to fix this one, this is the one where we don't have a, this is how to fix it. So you can create another pixel, a new ad account if needed to run in parallel. We have had at least one or two customers that are in the process of doing this. And again, this is the point of no return if there's no feedback from Facebook and you uh, do see it severely impacting your performance is creating a new ad account, creating a new pixel and uh, running that in parallel and see if the reporting is different. So this one, I would I highly recommend pushing hard on your Facebook rep, Facebook account manager and uh, see if you can get them to take some action on this. So those are the three most, I would say, new-ish issues that we're seeing with Facebook event tracking and how to fix the first two. Show notes will have links to the number one, so the spam events. So I'll have an article on that on how to fix it. And uh, one other note on Facebook, if you haven't seen it, this isn't super new, but just saw another article on it the other day. But they announced uh, or started to leak a couple of months ago that Facebook is launching a new, what's being called right now, a basic ads product. So the one thought or hypothesis behind this is this is another ad product that is an attempt to essentially decouple from the need of data because of all the privacy friction that Facebook is feeling. And the performance in the product and the ad is measured on interaction and engagement, which sounds a lot like TikTok. So just keep that in mind. Watch for that coming out. I believe they said it was supposed to come out in Q1 2022, maybe Q2, but sounds like that's coming soon. And uh, that was just going to be more of a more of a need on creative. So pushing that TikTok creative and not necessarily doing targeting and hoping for that organic reach, which depending on the brand could be great. If you're a very niche brand, you may not really care about having a millions of eyeballs on an ad. So Hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, any feedback. Always appreciate getting that and uh, appreciate your support. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to give us a rating or leave a comment or you can shoot me an email, brad at getelevar.com. With that, I'll see you next time. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again.